So since we recorded this podcast, you've all bought tickets. So the National Youth Ministry Weekend is now fully booked. Uh, see you there. Who's actually currently here, sat between us? Wow, we've we've gone, we've changed the format. I know, straight away. We've changed the format. We normally let anyone know. We normally talk with each other for for like ten minutes about. So lovely guests, just sit there quietly. Just just check your Twitter feeds. I like this. is the only time I get to talk to you. Oh, oh, dude, I love it. I love it. The only time you ever, you know, actually sit down. Is that when we record a podcast? I know, it's so true. How's but the family? The family are great. And at the moment, I am reading uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory to my little girl. Oh. Which is hilarious. Have you read it? I love Charlie and the Chocolate so Factory. Funny. I love all the Roald Dahl books. And I, I love the way he takes some names and, he, and he, he, he gives people their names, which really link to their character and their personality. Yeah. So we have... Willy Wonka and we yeah. have Veruca Salt. Yes. And we have Miss Trunchbull and Matilda. Oh, yeah, yeah. But one of the characters in China Chocolate Factory is just called Grandpa Joe. Yeah. I mean, I was reading it to my daughter and explaining why the names are so weird. She then went, Grandpa Joe, that's a crazy name. And I'm like, well, no, compared to the others, that's not crazy at all. No. It's a crazy name. So I just, I love it that I absolutely. <laughs> I now have two lots of people looking at me like, mm, what is she doing? No, no, but it's great. Where are you going? Where am I going? It's because where I'm going with this, Martin, is that our lovely guest has a name, but I always refer to her by a different name. Oh, I see. Because of who she is. That's, the way, that's what Jesus does as well, isn't it? That's what Jesus does. So I've given her a new name, but before I get onto that name, I in the car was thinking this morning, what if I was to write a story that contained Martin Saunders and producer Rachel? And me. Yeah. Um, I, I imagine it in some like fictional mountainous country like Switzerland or somewhere like that. Yeah. And uh, you would be called Captain Mischief. Captain Mischief? Captain Mischief, yeah, you oh, would. Yeah. Wow. And I would be Countess Caffeine because no, basically. No, no, you wouldn't. I would. No, you wouldn't. If you're, if you're going to play this game, <laughs> I'm going to play this game. Okay, go on then. Give so me a I would definitely rename you Henrietta Tornado. Oh my goodness! Yeah, no warning for right any there. of this, and it's right no, there. I looked at you, and that's Henrietta Tornado. You are Henrietta Tornado. In fact, that's now your name on the podcast. <laughs> People oh my will goodness. tune in listening for Rachel Gardner. They're going to get Henrietta Tornado. Do you, do you, lovely listeners, right? Okay, I have about a forty-five to an hour's drive in the morning to get here. So for a whole hour, I've been yeah. thinking up. And you came up Martin's with Captain Mischief. <laughs> I didn't even get a first name. It's Captain. And I didn't get that until I literally... just called me Mr. Mystery. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Mystery. And in my head it went so well. It was so funny and it was hilarious. No, it was funny. I think we've all had a good laugh. (laughs) Anyway. How does this link to our guest? Our guest is called Liz Edge. But listeners, are you ready? (laughs) I call her Liz Ledge because she's a legend. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, Martin, I might hand over to you while I just Henrietta Tornado pants over here. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know, again, I don't know how you got to Ledge from Liz Edge. No, Liz Ledge, it's brilliant. Oh, Liz Ledge? No, Liz Ledge. Oh, I see. Yeah, she's I see a legend. What, I see what you did. So it wasn't just her initial and her, her surname. <laughs> it wasn't just that. It was that, but I thought it sounded like Legend. Oh, yeah. thanks. Slurp my coffee. Thank you, Liz. Thank you for appreciating me. It's great. It's great. Not. Very original name. Very original. I've definitely not heard, never heard the ledge that. before. Have you not? No, no. never, never. 
So if anyone's still with us after that, and I, and I doubt it, uh, Liz, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Hello, friends. Um, and, and of course, you say friends like we are your friends, but really we are because we are. Yes, you used true. to work at Youthscape, yes, didn't you? Did. So you did a, a placement here. T- tell, us, tell us your relationship with Sure. Yes. So I am part of the the YS family. Yeah. Um, so I was part of the local team um, a couple of years ago um, up in our old building, mm. um, which you know we do not speak of anymore. No. <laughs> um, and um, yes, yeah, so I was with the local team there um, when I was doing my degree, um, which was really good fun. Doing schools work, doing drop in, running kind of cafe stuff, mentoring. Yeah all of the, the fabulous things that the local team uh, still do. Yeah. Um, and then um, I graduated um, and then I swapped over um, to uh, the other side of the office and went to Romance Academy. Yes, with the mighty Jason Roy. Yes, yeah. I was with the wonderful Roycey. Yeah. Um, yes, so then um, I then kind of, kind of uh, was a bit of a chameleon because so I changed mm-hmm. um, and then joined the self-harm gang as well, self-harm UK. You actually, so, you got all um, the way around the organisation. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> much kind of just filtering through all of them, having a little <laughs> connection there. Um, yes, yeah, so now um, I do not work at Youthscape, obviously, mm. but um, I am a trainer for uh, for Romance Academy, talking yep. about sex and relationships, and then um, I'm also a trainer with Self Harm UK. Now, all the way through that, there was a thread which you were very interested in emotional and mental health, mm. right? That was always a passion for you. Yes, it was. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about, specifically today, about a book you have yes. written. Yes, I have. It you is have official. A book. It is. So, which makes you an expert at that point. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, but before we get on to that, why, why particularly for you the real interest in this area? Yes, so great question. I um, So for me, I really, kind of growing up as a Christian, I became a Christian kind of in my uh, mid-teens, um, I got diagnosed with um, with depression and, and with generalised anxiety mm-hmm. disorder, um, and like which is just really really common sadly. Um, but in the church there was kind of this void in kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. It was as if my youth leaders who were who were wonderful, mm-hmm. um, but they didn't really want to talk about God and faith and then like emotions mm-hmm. um, in the same kind of conversation. So for me, like it was really um, say, asking questions around you know, well if God tells me to not be anxious about anything, then why am I so anxious all the time or um, you know if God says our body is a temple then um, what does that mean for me and self-harming and all of those mm. kind of big questions as a teenager um, so then kind of I skipped kind of 10 years later um, and I studied um, a degree in, um, in youth work and ministry and then realized that um, kind of over a decade later there was still teenagers asking these questions mm-hmm. so I thought um, yeah something needs to be done yeah um, so I decided to um, to write a book Mm. Um, about um, emotional health. And it's so, called yes. um, Exploring Emotional Health. And it's six yeah. workshop outlines for youth. It's a very practical, mm-hmm. something it that is. youth workers can take and literally do. Literally And on yes. the back, I mean, this is why you're a ledge. <laughs> can I just say? Because you are speaking into an area that so many of us feel we want to know what to do. What, yes. How can we engage with this? Yes. What do we say? On the back, you, there's some just damaging and terrifying stats on the back saying... It's estimated that half of all mental health problems manifest before the age of 14. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so if we're not talking about emotional health and emotional well-being, then that's potentially 50% of our young people who might go on to Absolutely. develop mental health disorders that we're not serving. Mm-hmm. And then there's 100% of young people that actually need to be talking about emotional health 
Anyway, yes. so, so when, you, when you talk about exploring emotional health, what does that mean? Mm, yeah, so within the book, it covers like six different chapters. So um, it covers depression, anxiety, um, self-harm, uh, self-esteem, and then this idea that um, we're identifying emotions and we're learning to cope with our emotions mm. because we don't really talk about them very much. And if we do, it's normally within a mm. negative light. Mm. Um, and our emotions aren't necessarily negative. You know, it's really, really human. It's mm. normal to experience emotions, to, to feel happiness, to feel sadness, to feel anger mm. um, and I guess the big thing is actually how do we um, how do we explore those in a healthy yeah. way how do we express yeah. those in a healthy way mm. Mm. Um, so that's kind of why um, I decided to focus kind of on the emotional health kind mm. of um, angle of it um, and yeah it is practical in the sense that hopefully it's something you can pick up and you can read um, and then um, there's like an annotated workshop in it so you can then run that with young mm. people mm. and it's about getting the conversation started mm. it's not um, you know highbrow it's not not fancy in, in any way. I'm not doing a very good job selling out my. No, <laughs> I, I mean, Henrietta here is, is not going to pick it up if it's highbrow. High res. No. I want Just low res, see. high love. And that's love what that. this book is. Oh, it, thank it does you. look amazing. Thank as well. you. It's interesting, you made a very interesting comment. You loved your youth workers, were very affirming of them, mm. but you felt that they struggled to talk about God and emotions in the same yes. sentence. And we know that's not just us youth workers, yeah, it's, yeah, it's the whole absolutely. nation. What, what, why is it, Liz? Why, why are emotions mm. such a difficult thing for yeah. us to handle? When actually, as you say, they're a gift from God, yeah. they're good, they, they can often serve a very important role absolutely. in our lives. So why do we yeah. struggle so much with emotions? I think often we see it in like a negative light. So we see it as like a, a weakness and therefore we don't want to be weak in the church. We don't want to necessarily talk about that. Um, I think because there's um, not many people talking about Jesus' emotions and I kind of explain in, in one of the depression workshops that actually like Jesus had emotions, like he got angry yeah. um, and he felt so much love for people and that yeah. wasn't a stale kind of um, you know, face of it. You know, he wanted to embrace people and he wanted uh, to, to share in their pain yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and share in their messiness. Um, but also, you know, sharing that joy and kind of crack open the wine and, and embrace um, the joy of that. Mm. Um, so I think people in churches um, aren't used to talking about God um, and the fact that God kind of experiences emotions in yeah. some way. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think it's a lot of it is because we don't talk about it. Um, and then when we do talk about it, it's because we're saying actually, you know, well, we can't be really angry about that because that's, you know, sin against God or something. Actually, it shouldn't be about that. It's saying actually, where is that anger coming from? Is it because yeah. you have a strong sense of justice? Yeah. And that's a really positive mm. element. Um, yeah, so a real kind of like mix of conversations. And I'm aware that different churches explore it in different ways. There'll be churches, you know, there'll be people attending churches that are listening today that will be like, no, you know, we totally talk about emotions in our church and we're really free to, to do that. And that's that's great. And I want to champion those people, especially those um, youth leaders. Um, but to those that don't, I just encourage you and challenge you to do it. Mm. You know, talking about our emotions isn't isn't a yeah. weak thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a positive thing. So we, we have to, to model that. that too, don't we? I think it is. Yeah. You, you talk, uh, in the book, you talk about some sort of exploring emotional health yeah. as a positive, as a preventative yes. you know, thing rather than just you know, responsive, yes. responding to problems. But yes. you, you've also got some stuff in there about uh, you know, what we might term mental health problems, mental mm -hmm. health issues. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it seems to me that there is um, still this great divide in the church yes. between people who get it and people who don't. And largely speaking, and this isn't absolutely, you know, this is not a firm line, but generally speaking, the people who get it are the people who've experienced it or have experienced someone going yeah. through it very close by. Whereas if you, there's still, I mean, it sounds cliche, but there's still 
a massive number of people who just can't understand how it feels to to experience mental health difficulties and this you know the old sort of the, the joke almost that you know if you were had there with a broken arm yes. and somebody said to you oh just try thinking happy thoughts yeah. it would be ridiculous Absolutely. but somehow with with mental health problems that doesn't happen yeah. how, how do we get over that because it you know it's almost got to the point where it feels like a cliche yes. to be saying you know the church just and not just the church the whole the whole world yeah. just doesn't get mental health Absolutely. but it it seems to me unless you really have experienced yeah. some form of mental health problem you you almost just can't get there mm-hmm. so so how do we how do we get there yeah absolutely i mean it's a very big question there martin um, I, well, I, gave but... you ages, I was talking for about five minutes <laughs> it's a great question though but yeah so i think um so much of it is that you don't have to be an expert to talk about kind of mental health like we all have mental health mm. like that's that's you know something we all have it's all ingrained in us and we all have those emotions that that link with it um i think it's about going actually let's just chat about it let's just have a conversation i don't think it needs to be um, yeah, from an expert, from some kind of psychologist or, or doctor or someone. It's about just saying, actually, you know, um, I'm kind of struggling at the moment, so let's have a conversation about it. Mm. Actually using it in your day-to-day language, saying actually that you, um, you know, using the right language, perhaps not saying, oh, I feel really depressed today, if actually you, you aren't experiencing depression. You know, actually using our language in an appropriate mm. way is a real challenge for us. And I think it's about um, just starting those conversations. Just start it. Like, you know, there's no kind of... Um, perfect time to engage in it it's it's just now it's saying actually do you know what you know I've really recognized that perhaps um there might be you know listeners that have youth groups that really really um are going through like exam stress you know that's a massive massive issue with our lovely young people um and actually it might be saying do you know what like this is um this is a way for us to engage with that and for youth groups to say this is something we Mm. can do so let's chat about anxiety and the exam stress that Mm. can come with that and how and sharing their story of that as well you made a brilliant comment at the beginning just then is we said we all have mental health Mm. and i think that yeah. is such a powerful message because we've kind of got the idea if you think about you and I doing Romance Academy yeah. we all know that we're sexual yes and I remember Will Vanderhaar in, in a mm. service I was in once he's the mind and soul dude yeah. isn't he um, but I remember him once uh, doing a, a preach on sex and he said um, traditionally you would say now you know come forth for prayer ministry yeah. if there's some stuff around sex it's challenging for you and kind of our minds will go to the classic things that we yeah. think people might want prayer for but he said actually we're all sexual beings and we all struggle with our sexuality and we all struggle with um, mm. temptations and understanding ourselves mm. so let's all stand up mm. and it was mm. such a powerful message yeah. of actually let's stop kind of segregating Absolutely. people into well if you, if you feel that then actually oh we can't talk about that but we can talk about this um, it's a fine line isn't it it's around yeah. mental health because there are recognised diagnosable disorders absolutely yeah absolutely um, there then, are there are I think it would just be so powerful if, if all ages it's not just mm. about young people and engaging them in conversations it's about all ages saying yeah. actually can we talk about our emotional health like, yeah. let's just get that going and I know that's a big thing within kind of primary schools as well yes to do um, that. Which, is, which is brilliant that we're kind of building so, a generation there a great start would be to grab hold of Liz Edge exploring emotional health and I think I might get a few copies and just just change that and call you and put Liz Ledge. Put Ledge, love it. Thank so you. So everyone knows that Thank it is you, actually you. Yes. So brilliant. I see what you did there, Henrietta. Oh, yes, yes, it's a nice enthusiasm. Thank you. We started somewhere. We then kind of it just disintegrated. Our guest brought it back in. She did. And then we closed. <laughs> uh, we love it. Liz. Hello. Would you be prepared to stay around for the game? 
Um, yes, I feel like I would. Yes, this is this is only the second time we've done this. Okay, I'm a bit nervous. So uh, so we have a box. Okay. We have a box, and uh, it's the it's the youth culture box of uh, of delights. Okay. Yeah, I mean it changed what the name. We, I think it's called What's in the Box. I What's think, in the Box? That's I think it's the good. name of the. I think if producer Rachel game. came up with that, and that's the sound, isn't it? What's in the box? What 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 what's in the box? <laughs> She's so down with the kids. She's so down with the kids. Not such a such a cool little task. So so the exciting thing is, if you uh, if you head over to our Patreon site, you're going to be able to watch the next bit on uh, as a vodcast, as like a video. Do they have vodcasts anymore? I don't know, but it sounds brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. So this is uh, this is now being filmed. Okay, brilliant. Yeah. We're here. So, um, here we go. So I'll explain the uh, I'll explain the game to you, and then uh, look, look. There's a camera look going up. Camera I mean, there's a camera going up, but it's very hard to see <laughs> whether. I mean, she is really taking a risk there. She's going to film Jesus the tops Rachel, of our heads. We love you. You can do it. Look at this. Here we go. Right. Great. Let's say, Rachel, I saw you on God TV, you didn't do that. Just a little nice little wave. Right, okay. Shout out to my mum. Go for it. Mum, do you explain it? Yes, this is a game called What's in the Box. Yes. Uh, You have a box. I do. We have to work out what the thing in it is. Okay. That's the game. Brilliant. Take the lid off. Okay. So nervous. What is going on in here? Oh, look. So the question's the same each time. Oh, oh, What is yeah. it? When was it popular? What do you do with it? Right. Got any funny stories? Okay. Come on, let's get some out. Here we then. go. Look at the, all the all they're elasticated. I don't remember them being quite as elasticated. That's not what I thought it was. So that's not that's not loom bands. No, these are friendship bracelets, aren't they? Are they? Are they friendship? Well, they, what are they being called? That's different. To, they're, they're definitely pre-loom bands. They I are. I can't think what the actual official name of them I is. Don't am, know I, am I allowed to pick this apart? Is this? Does this belong to someone who, who cares about it? Oh, don't okay. want to oh, upset somebody. I remember the whole sort of mid-90s choker yes. kind of revival thing yes. that happened. And I just so remember as a friend. Yes. Yeah, oh, I just wore loads beautiful. on my neck. I probably even wore them like this. Oh, wow. Yes. I wore them on my wrists. Uh, just yes, a lot I was definitely at a wrist. This, is, this is strangely restrictive. It's, it's weird, isn't it? It is quite. I think I used to sit there like pulling it because it would like yes. really restrict my, my windpipe. Yeah. So I think I think they're kind of, they're not friendship bands in the the threaded ones, but they're kind of it's a chokers. It's a jewelry item on the um on the cheap front. <laughs> the cheap front. I think so. These these were um like I've no idea what time period we're no, looking. I think at we're here. talking about the nineties. Nineties definitely. Really? But I'm 90s. not sure what the actual name of them is. Nineties. Is is the clue in the in the the weave? It's the that's, a, oh, that's a sentence I've never never said before. <laughs> well, Margarita, um, I don't know from country living if the weave. I don't know. Let's let's, let's open the envelope and yeah, find fine. out. Shall we? Do you want to do that, Liz? You can Liz do it, right? I can open it. Okay, this is very exciting. Here we go. So, ah, we got one of the words right. Oh. They're called tattoo chokers. Oh. Ah, nineteen nineties. You wear them on your neck. Made popular, of course. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Buffy. Ah. Buffy yes, and Sabrina, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Sabrina. So, oh my goodness, the church would have had a field day with this we one as well. They're they? kind of coming back though. The yeah. chokers are back in fashion. Ten tattoos, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh my goodness. I, I presume none of us have any stories about tattoo chokers. No, no nothing particularly funny. No, no, I know. I just, it's sad, isn't it? I feel like a shit. Although I do have a tattoo of a unicorn on my inside thigh. <laughs> 
Right. Well, now we can have. I haven't got any stories about about these particularly, but I do remember um, in my sort of teen years, age 40, 14, 15, that sort of age, I do remember having Christian clothing versus non-Christian clothing. I had oh. specific areas in my wardrobe. And I do remember um, one particular day going out to, with my friends, and we were a little bit naughty. We'd do a little bit of naughty underage drinking. And, um, and Rachel yeah, Gardner! And I remember getting dressed up in something pretty horrendous and thinking, actually, I think my parents are not in the lounge. I think I can creep out the front door and go and see my friends. And my dad opened the door, and I was stood busted. there. Yeah, busted. But my amazing dad, get this, who was ex-police officer and a church leader, he just looked at me and get, I mean, this is sermon illustration extraordinaire. Oh, oh go on. He just Take looked notes. at me and he said, darling, you're my really precious girl. Have a great night. And this went back in the lounge. And it totally worked because I was like, oh, I'm wearing like the cheapest stuff ever. I look horrendous. I need to go and put a cardigan on or something. Yeah. Oh. It was one of those amazing moments. Wow. Like, my dad was like, yeah. So that's my, that is my little moment. I so think is, I that your, is that your youth work talk that's illustration? Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> I, I always like to see, I'm, I'm going to see if we can always turn this into a gospel illustration. Oh, so okay. I, I, I felt this a little tight. So my particular right around here, I found a little the tight. Restriction of sin. A little, it's not the restriction of sin. <laughs> no, because actually it's so it's so tight that I can feel it closer almost than my own breathing. Oh, right. And so it reminds me of Jesus, <laughs> who is the same. Beautiful. Closer than your breathing. I was thinking actually about a tattoo that we tattoo. God tattoos us on his heart, doesn't he? And we, oh, we, 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 all right, too yeah. much. We now. tattoo God's name too on far. Yes. So I love the whole tattoo thing. But there we go. Good Liz, game. have we learned something today, Liz? Learned so much. We have so learned much so much today. Yes, it's been inspirational so being with us, hasn't it? It's really. been a beautiful time. Has it changed the direction yes. of your future ministry? Do you think Absolutely it has. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we go. so ready. We could, could, you, could you maybe come up with a better name for me than Captain Mitch? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry about that. I mean, maybe I'll have a think and um, I'll tweet you some, some suggestions. Yeah, do. By all means. Oh, yeah, that'd, be that'd be great. And maybe for you as well, Rach. Thank we need to think Henrietta Tornado. Tornado. I think Torpedo. Yeah. I think that is the one. Henrietta Torpedo? Yeah, Tornado. I don't know quite. Some kind of wing. <laughs> okay. Do you know, I feel like Rach has stopped recording a while ago. It's been a few months ago. So Liz, um, you're, you're heading back today, back to the beautiful Dorset pool area? Yes, so I live on the Jurassic Coast, which sounds oh. very dramatic. It does but, sound um, Yes, I do live on the Jurassic Coast. I presume coast. there are no actual dinosaurs. Um, no, no dinosaurs, I'm afraid, oh. no. Um, but yes, so um, yeah, by the seaside. So and lots of great youth work happening. Do you want to give any shout yes. outs to any youth workers? In, actually, Vicky Pickett Genge <gasps> is in that region. Really? We give a shout out to her every single week. I love it. There you yes, go. There shout out there. No, just to everyone. Thanks just for, for listening. And um, yeah, just buy my book. <laughs> I mean, it's nine ninety nine. You can go. buy it from, from Amazon, from Eden. Wow, what's Lego. it called again? Liz Edge? Um, exploring Emotional Health. What, six workshop outlines for youth leaders? Exactly. Right, okay. And it's bright yellow. Bright yellow, it's beautiful. Well, look, thank, thanks, thanks for listening, as ever, gentle <laughs> listener. Uh, hello to Ollie Deeks, we haven't forgotten you. Yes. Hello to Reverend Doctor Professor Len Kegler uh, and all at Nyack College. And uh, and we will see you soon yes. by UCF Podcast. Yes, and look onto the conference. The Youthscape podcast is always free, but if you'd like to support us, please go to patreon.com forward slash youthscape.
such a bad Martin. <laughs> such a bad. <laughs>